All right, all right. It's a Tuesday. I know we're kind of bringing a Wednesday show onto a Tuesday, and that's just because nice. uh, that's just because tomorrow I got a lot of things to do. The wife has it off for some appointments, and the kids. You know, actually, I mean, I had to take the dog to her appointment just to do the checkup when she got spayed. And of course, I knew she was a hundred percent because the dog can't sit still. So I knew there was nothing wrong with the dog. The dog, the dog's doing awesome. So welcome everybody to Gypsy Row Journey into the Paranormal Effect. And right before we get into the world of Amityville Horror, because the Amityville Horror is so freaking interesting. Not, not I'm not talking not not even just with the um, the ghost stories, the hauntings, all that. I mean, the murders that actually happened there is just so crazy when you actually hear the story and. That's where we got to start with. And, I mean, there's, there's theories within the story of the murders without without even ghosts, anything about the ghost stuff. And it's kind of a cool little – people don't know the whole story because I don't know what people know in the chat. You know, a lot of people know the Admiral Horror as the haunted house. But sometimes yeah, people know about the actual real murders that, that happens there. And – you know, we're going to talk about all of it, but I want to do a shout-out just real quick. Um, there's a video that was dropped today, and I got to tell you, Bob, I don't know if you've seen it yet. It is, no. it, it's, it's, it's marvelous. Uh, what? Quantum of Consciousness, I put it in the chat. Yeah. Uh, Quantum Matt. Matt put out a oh, video Matt, yeah. today, and this is what it's called. This is the title, and, and you'll get the title. Hey, Doom and Gloom Truthers, please relax. And what I'm saying is, is I know the title might like what what when you watch it's only 44 minutes. And the way and the way he explains stuff in this video about don't let life pass you by just being doom and gloom because you're you're giving into what some of the people want you to and you're losing the battle. You're losing people, and it was just a wonderful way on how Matt was saying it in his uh, yeah. video about. I watched it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, like he's talking about like, like the, I know we're not going to be talking about it here, but talk about like, like guys, don't worry about the economy because not even they can have it uh, uh, fall apart because if the economy does fall apart, who's it benefits? Well, people like us, cause we know how to live with no money. I mean, we do. I mean, we do. We're poor, rich people, senators of Congress. They're, they're so rich and stuff. They know that in, in, in a new kind of a world, where there's really like no law, they're all going to be the first one to die because they, they don't know how to survive. <laughs> I mean, it's weird saying that, but I mean, can you can you see? I mean, honestly, can you see our president hunting for food out in the woods? <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's just, it's not. And it's just the way Matt explains it. It's exactly what we've always been saying: is relax. We're gonna get through this. We're gonna live through this. We're not gonna. We're not gonna die. The world's not gonna fall apart next year when they come out with the fake whatever. Everything's gonna go back to normal. Guarantee it. And all this uh, Armageddon stuff. I'm sorry to tell you, it's not gonna happen. Listen to Matt, guys. It's only 44 minutes. He explains it very, very well. Beyond that, okay, Bob. Amityville Horror. Okay. Yes. Uh, um. Now this is this happened in the seventies, okay. Now before we get into any 
of the haunted house stuff. In this house, there was a, a family of seven people. Okay. So, um, let me let me uh, let me go here for a second. Oh, actually, hold on. I, I want to share. Um, I want to share the screen of the poll that I put out just to kind of get a feeling. Yeah, I like people that. Know about it. I like okay. your poll. It shows science, and then we can sell it off to the Russians. <laughs> well, it's I mean, you, you can tell how it's kind of sad that a lot of people uh, who's supposed to be open-minded that when you don't do a, a topic or a poll on the topics they only like, nobody really goes to it. So it's kind of sad that even though people say they're open-minded, they're really not. But the, the, the simple story here is, is the horror story about the Animaville house real or certified or certified hoax? House is haunted. 39% out of 23 votes says it is haunted. Uh, certified hoax, 52% says it's not. 9% uh, says don't know anything about Amityville House. You know, I just put that in there because a lot of people don't know the story. Now, now there's, there, there, is, there is a separation also on a house is haunted and a certified hoax. And what I mean is you could still have a certified hoax, but there is something that does go on in the house. And we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll get into that and we'll explain that a little bit more. So, and guys in the chat, you still got time to vote. If you want to go on there and vote, put it in. I'd like to know what you guys think of the Amityville horror. Uh, but we're going to go to the murders. Okay, let me. I got to vote. Here we go. Let me go to the murders. Let me pull up this. Okay. The Defoe, the, the Defoe family uh, was like basically a family of, of, of seven. Okay. One night, Ronald. DeField, the story goes that Ronald DeField uh, went in and killed his whole family. That's a total of six people. Now, now let's get that. Let's, let's hear that. This guy murdered six people, and this is his family. I'm not talking, you know, not just your mom and dad. You're talking this guy murdered your mom and dad, brothers and sisters. Everybody. Everybody. And this basically happened uh, November 13th. I know, November 13th, right? Number 13. No, Bob, what? What was, wait, what was the date? What was the date? November 13, 1974. I'm curious. I, I want to see the calendar of that month. I want, I'm want. i curious. Did that happen on a Friday? I, I'm just. So, November is 11, 11, okay, 11, 13. 1, 1, 1, 3. 3 okay, cool. Month in 1974, November. I'm just curious. I'm just curious. What day did the 13th fall on? I'm just, I'm just curious. Here we go. 1974 in November. No, it, it, it was a Wednesday, so it wasn't on a Friday. I mean, it doesn't make a difference. It, it doesn't make a difference. Yeah. But, but um, uh, actually, here let me show you some. Let me show people images. What happened this. on a Wednesday? Okay. Now there were there were or six people murder. I mean, there's pictures here. Uh, uh, of course, that's what the guy looks like. It looks like almost like Bob with a shorter beard. That's why Bob yeah. got the picture of the thumbnail. If you guys notice it, that Bob was the one that got arrested. If you look at the thumbnail. Now, now, within this story here, the story goes, he's the one that killed. The story goes, in, in a fast-paced story, is, yeah. is he murdered six people, and then apparently he murdered them between 3 
to 3.15 in the morning, which in a lot of the paranormal uh, communities, it's basically the, the devil hour. 3.15. Yeah, 3 in the morning. 3, 3.15, okay? So after he did his murder, uh, this guy apparently went to a bar and actually admitted to the murders. And he came back, and of course, he gets arrested, and his story keeps changing where he said at one time that a voice told him to kill. But his story keeps changing. Now, if you're a criminal guy, everybody knows, Bob, even, even, even if you're not an insane person, Bob, even if you have a story, within years of life, I guarantee your story, your story is going to change. So, you know, you can't just say, well, he changed his story so much, so if this ain't true, that's not true, this is true. Story does change during time. Yeah. Now, now there's four different um, theories. Uh, hello, my favorite house. Hey, Val, uh, if you, wanna, uh, you know, I don't know if you want to come on or not, but if, if you're in front of a computer, I'll, I'll email you the invite because you know a lot about this. You don't have to, Val. You don't have to come on, but if you are in front of a computer or something, here, I'll just email you the uh, login. You don't have to show your face. Okay, so so there's different theories here about about this guy. Ronald default equals six 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 triangle gentleman. Oh wow! Look at that, Bob. No, <laughs> of course, dude. Okay. Why would it not? So let's do let's do a simple story. The first one, he he murdered all six. He goes to jail. That's case number one. Okay. Now, if you know about this family, they're they're an Italian family. So the father abused the kids. There is there is evidence that he abused, he beats the kids and all that kind of stuff. So so the second story is, you know, he basically has mental illness and but because of his mental illness, it was because of the fathers to beat him. He had a breaking point and he broke his son so much and he killed people because he was just mentally ill. Well, if he kills six people, I mean technically you're mentally ill. Yeah. Okay. Would, it would definitely Ill. constitute as mentally ill. Yes. So mentally ill. Okay. Yeah. Now, all right. Hello, Bell. Hello, guys. Hello, everybody. <laughs> all right. She knows a lot about uh, uh, the house haunting part, so uh, I'm glad she's on here. So what we're saying is the first part of the story, you can say he's mentally ill. He killed all six people because the abuse that he received from his parents, or not from his mom, from his dad, took him to a boiling point where he just snapped. That's story number one. Mm -hmm. Now, Story number two, if you read another theory, is the family, the father is known to be involved in a mafia. Okay. He was, yes, yes. There, there was mafia ties. Uh -huh. They don't know how deep into the mafia ties that the family was, but the father was dealing in some kind of mafia ties. And some, one of the stories is, is there's no way he could have killed the six people the way they were killed that he, he had helped. So one theory is he had help from, the opposite mafia that was against the father. That's that's two stories. That. And I'll tell you why these stories come out. Okay. Now there's another story that he had help from his sister. Mm -hmm. His sister actually helped him kill the family. And of course, she laid in bed where it's gonna be like a suicide type of deal, whatever. Okay. Now, this is the reason why they say he could have helped. Because the six murders People don't understand this. Now, he used a rifle. 
He didn't use a handgun, people. Now, what is the difference between a rifle and a handgun? Bob, what is one of the main differences of a, of a rifle and a handgun? We're hunters. What's one of the main things, the difference well, between a handgun and a rifle? Well, I mean, you could have a higher caliber. Number one, it's going to be louder. You got a longer bingo. barrel. Oh, bingo. Yeah. Bingo, right there. You right. said it right there. It's loud. A rifle is a lot louder than the handgun. Now, neighbors were yeah. saying they didn't really hear a rifle. But you know what? if you're not listening for a rifle, it's not guaranteed you're going to guarantee you hear a rifle. But this is the thing is, you're going to use a rifle in the house. All the, all the murders that they investigated, that the bodies were laying in a position that they were sleeping, that, that they weren't moved because they thought, well, if they were sleeping and if he shot the mother and father first, wouldn't they woken up? Wouldn't they be like sitting up like what the hell is going on because the rifle's so loud? You know? So so the theory could go that to to be able to kill all six in that position that they're in, he would have had to do it faster. And that's where they're saying that he could have helped. Now, you can kind of debunk that in a way because now technology wasn't really there kind of yet. So 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 Cops will know what kind of bullets they're being using. So if he had helped, you would think that other people were using weapons would have been a, probably a different kind of rifle. They wouldn't know by the bullets. But I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if the murders were done now, they would know what kind of black powder powder it is. The black powder on hands, because one of the stories is the sister actually had some black powder on her, where you only get that if you had a gun. That's one of the stories. Okay. Now, the, of course, the most obvious story is there was a possession that he was possessed. And, of course, with the help of the demons, they were keeping them down with the killings. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of, lot of different stories of the killings. So, Val, wh what, what have you heard about the killings? Is there different kind of stories you heard that I haven't explained? Yeah, I mean, I think you pretty much covered them. But, yeah, the 35 Marler rifle, I mean, that... Hmm would have to be so loud. And there is a depiction that the mother was not actually face down. She was up and fell backwards. And the sister actually was not face down either, the one that had the gunpowder on her hands, because she actually had gun wounds to her face. That's why they didn't show it. So, yeah, they all were not found face down. But Okay, that's good to know. Okay. That's good enough. So, so no, the question yeah. is, he had help or not? I mean, I, I can't tell you that, but I would think they would have found evidence of extra people helping because you would have to have multiple guns. I'm sure mafias don't all carry the exact same rifle. Maybe they do. I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't wow. think so. I mean, usually you're talking mafia back then. I mean, yeah, they, they used rifles and handguns but this this was a, a regular hunting rifle something that you would go squirrel hunting and stuff like that with yeah. i mean they are loud but it's not something that you would use i would say for say to like wipe somebody out with now, this is interesting tomacon says and the license plate plus prison number equals 15 equals 6 oh. or 21 okay yeah i got Ronald, what's his name? Ronald Rafo? The Fayo. Or Fayo, yeah. The double R, hold on. The R is 18. 
the other one, Rafael, four. Yeah, it comes out to 13. Anyway, I'm doing numbers, too. <laughs> well, he was born uh, September 26, 1951. Of course, master murderer who tried to convince 1974 killings. Mother, two brothers, and two sisters. He had six sentences of 25 years to life. And remember I was telling you the other day, Bob, that I was reading that they got him on six accounts, but they were all counts of second-degree murder, not even first-degree murder, which I, it's hard to – I mean, he's never got, got out of jail. But it's still weird to know why, why second? did he not get first-degree. If yeah. he didn't get first-degree, usually it's because they found evidence of a mental illness or mm -hmm. a, a condition. Otherwise, even though he killed six, he's in there for life for six counts of murder. Oh, he should yeah. have gotten first degree murder for every single one of them. So that's kind of a that's kind of interesting in itself alone. Yeah, and they huh. really couldn't pinpoint his story either because, like you said, he changed it so much. Now, did he change it to suit the police officers? Did he change it to you know hide actually what had happened? I mean, I have the big paranormal theory on that side, but. Yeah, he did change his story, and they couldn't really, you know, pinpoint down in his mind what was going on. They didn't have the evidence, even though they had physical evidence. They'd had no true evidence of how many people were involved. So that's how that went down that way. Yeah, and that, you know, in smaller towns like that, it's not like they're like in New York City where they got the you know top notch money and all that. Because when you do an investigation, it costs a lot of money in an investigation. So sometimes what happens is if they think they got a simple story, simple thing, guy met it in a bar, they don't want to waste all that extra money to go further because they got their murder. They got they the got murder. It. They got because the murder cases, people don't understand that murder cases are very, very expensive. So that's why sometimes you're wondering why, why they catch these people but not these people. And usually – um, depending on yes. what the person looked like or what they are, if there's a publicity side of it. So there's a lot of reasons why certain cases don't get fully investigated as maybe they should. Or this could be like a simple case. I mean, you know, and it was the media that made it made it bigger than not. Now, possession or not, it doesn't matter if he was possessed or not, because Vel probably backed me up on this. You know, when you have a massive murder. You know, usually people get murdered. Usually the energy stays in the house, uh, you know, uh, mm -hmm. haunted, you know, because you have you have you have the ingredients right there to create uh, a paranormal in a house without even him ever even think about being possessed because you got murdered. I mean, a lot of people get murdered. Don't leave. Well, that psychologically too. Psycho. I mean, you go into a house like that. Psychologically, it's got a way on you. Now, I know that when you buy a house, they have to tell you the history. So, I I'm assuming that people got the history. Obviously, well, the first people that moved in right after after that, everybody knows the history. But I would think that the family would know the history. If they knew the history, they would be a placebo a little bit. They would think. I don't, I'm just throwing things out there because I've heard there's a lot of paranormal stuff. I'm not trying to debunk it, but I am trying a little bit. But damn, I heard a lot well, of crazy shit. Happen. No, we're not debunking it. We're just saying that even if you yeah. take out the possession, you can say he was never possessed. He was just a mental ill guy. But what he has done has created yeah. 
goes to happen. I mean, that's that's where hauntings usually happen, right? Unrest yeah. is sold. I mean, you're not talking about one murder. He murders six people. Out of seven Over people, six and sevens. Yeah. yeah. So it's just I don't know. But people were saying that Chad, let me see here. He he did he did he claim insanity? You know what? Uh, I, I I don't know that for sure. Well, he, I guess he kind of did when he said, well, second, "Yeah, he got a second. Yeah, he didn't get a first heard voices." And yeah, he, he must have because I don't understand how he could got second degree murder not first if it was a cut and dry case. Yeah, I bet you there was. Uh, I bet you behind the scenes attorneys will say, "Listen, he's mental ill." Let's just get him on two. Uh, let's just get him on second degree because you got six people that equal up to 150 years in jail. Oh God! They knew he wasn't going anywhere anyway. Yeah, yeah. So it's not like going nowhere. So, and, and it would save a lot of money in on a court case, on a major court case. Which is pretty much the bottom line on any cases nowadays. Save the money. We've got a confessor. We're done. No more research. <laughs> If wow. he did, it didn't stick. If he yeah. did, some poor smut gets blamed. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, that, you got to start from the beginning. I mean, that's basically the beginning of the Amityville. You know, Amityville. I mean, that's that's the beginning. Um, mm -hmm. Here, let me, let me. I don't think there's anything really more inter interesting about this guy's life. I mean, if you don't know where it is, people, it's it's Long Island, New York. It's in that area. Uh, I'm trying to see if there's anything else that's interesting about this guy. All I know is I've seen his interviews. I watched some uh, Amityville Horror um, um, shows last night on this guy. And when they interviewed this guy, I mean, his like like Vale was saying, his story keeps changing. And it's like, is he did he just for the uh, at the time for the cops? Did he just change it because now he's being interviewed? Or what? I mean, when you're never getting out of jail and you're talking to press, I mean, what, what, why do you care what you say? It's not like you're going to say something to the press and the next day you're going to get the sympathy and they're going to let you out and say, hey, go on. Well, they made a movie. So remember, they made a movie after it. So the place became famous. And then he became famous well, after the movie. They made a movie, but but the movie, of course, was based on the Luntz family of their 28 right. days, and, and we're going to get into that. In the okay. course. We're, we're going to get into that next, but I just wanted to start from the beginning where where the legend of the story kind of started with the killings. So you got six people that killed. Okay, about a year later, let me see, let me find the um, George oh. Luntz, the George Luntz family. Um, let me see here. Let me go to Google uh, here a second. Uh I know his name is George and Kathy Luntz. Here we go. Okay. Uh, here we go. Let me see here. So this is the next family that moved in, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is what the movie based off of. They were, okay. they were the direct family that moved in, uh, yeah, right right after them. So. Yeah. Let me see here. Cool. We got we got mail in here now, so we get the real skinny. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, we get the real skinny. You know all about it. Outside of the movie. Let me show. Uh, let me um, show a picture yeah. of what the Luntz family came in. What they look mm -hmm. like. So people, it's, it's it's easier when you got a, 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 a what they look like. 
Mm-hmm. Of course, there's there's the Luntz family. Now, of course, there's the movie version, and of course, there's their version. Okay. Now, basically, in the simple story is that they bought this house for about eighty thousand dollars, but the house in value is actually worth a hundred twenty thousand. But nice. people don't want to buy it because of of you know the murder, so that's why the house is so cheap. Now, and that's true, people. Uh, Bob knows this. I used to have a house uh, in Des Moines that that I bought. That the reason I bought this house, it was so cheap. It was a big house. It was extra cheap because the people who lived there previously uh, made uh, they 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 made drugs in their garage. They meth. Made, meth in their garage so so and they got arrested and the funny thing is these people who who i bought this house from made this meth their neighbors was a cop (laughs) so i'm not shitting you guys i don't know how that works why would you make meth because i know meth will smell and your neighbor's a cop I, i don't get that but it did and i i was able to buy this house cheap Okay, because <laughs> in the state of Washington, when you buy a house, yeah. they have to tell you what the previous owners were. Well, yeah. they, they have to. So a lot of people didn't want to buy it. And that's like, I'll buy it. I don't give a fuck. It's a myth house. It's in a rich neighborhood. It was like a steal. It was in a beautiful neighborhood overlooking the water. Beautiful, big ass, double story house. Awesome. It was a meth house. It was just a meth house. And now, me of- now, of course, I had to sell it because I had to move to Maryland for a job and all that. But when you sell it as a second owner, you don't have to say what it was uh, before. So in a lot of ways, I win no matter what. But still, why would you make meth with your neighbor as a cop? I don't even know. But I, I, I just – it's just – <laughs> I know people are like, lying. I am not they lying. They bought a murder house, <laughs> a death house. Okay. So basically, <laughs> about a year later, they bought this house. And the story goes, in the 28 days, you know, they ran out because of all the paranormal stuff that they say that has happened in the house. Okay. Now, this is where it gets kind of strange. Some people say that they planned this all along. Because they want to sell the book rights, they want to mm-hmm. get a movie made and all that. Now this is, now this is where it can get tricky because, because I'm not here to uh, brainwash anybody. Say this was a, a, a hoax. It was not a hoax. Because I believe there probably was some hauntings in the house because of the murders, but not to the point where they're going to run out of their house in their underwear and, and like run away. But now, but now, if it now. So for me, I, I feel it's a it's a certified hoax. But mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you something. This happened in 1975. Yeah. You gotta have the biggest set of balls to to bank everything on to create a hoax out of this. I'm gonna tell you guys something. In 1975, yeah. it's not like in the last 20 years, buying a house has become easier than than buying a car. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. It is. It has. I mean, we we went into a housing boom where the economy collapsed because they were giving away houses. They're giving more money than what the house value were and collapsed. 1975, the interest rates were in their 18s and 20s. So you got you had to put 20% down. So to bank 
something on this, even at an $80,000 house in 1975, I mean, you're banking a lot of shit to pull this off. Yeah, yeah and I they mean, didn't have a lot of money anyway. Yes, right. yes, they have a lot of money. You're you're right. Their their business business was on the edge of collapsing even in the first place. So this is ballsy to even do this. Yeah, I would have debunked a long time ago had I not gone to a cemetery with that that box that when that program told me and I was getting I was getting answers for questions I'm asking and it's I, I checked. I'm a debunker. I make sure. There's nobody with a radio chepping in, nothing. I'm like, okay, and I've experienced a lot of paranormal activity over here in, in Europe. So when I see this now, I look at it with new eyes. I'm like, she goes out and does the same thing. So you don't need to convince her that they're out there. They're out there. And so I'm a little bit more, I'm a different person watching this now, well, hearing this story. Part of the problem his stories even change, you know. I mean, I mean, he even said he even came out and said that the movie was totally wrong on what happened, you know, from the books because the book, the guy who wrote the book, they even asked the guy who wrote the book. I saw the interview. He goes, "Do you believe the story that the book you wrote?" He goes, "I don't have to believe the story. They told me the story. It sounded interesting, and I wrote the book. I wrote the book based on their story, not my story, their story. So he made two million. And they made like uh, like two hundred like fifty million dollars off off the book sales. That that's a wow. fact. That's that that's not exaggerated. That's a fact. So they made money off of this. Now, like I said, it's ballsy because you're not guaranteed. There's no YouTube, right? There's no YouTube in those days, and not yeah. even had a TV in the seventies and eighties. So the only reason Bob and I had a TV guys in the eighties is because our father wanted TV at a grocery store, and that's a true story. <laughs> had a TV until he wanted TV. So it's not like you're guaranteed to get publicity. But this is the part that I, I got to call this guy this guy um, false because he said a story about in a movie, if you guys seen the movie, there's a scene where there's a, a, a glass there's a, a window, right? The glass window slammed on the kid's hands. Okay? <laughs> he said that really happened. It slammed on his hands and they took him to the hospital. You know, to get his hands fixed up. So the person who was interviewed later in life says, okay, we're going to put a, 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 an opinion or whatever that word is with the, with the, uh, with the uh, hospital you sent them to to look at the records on they, they, they repaired his hands from a window. Yeah. He changed his story. So, oh, no, no, no. We were going to take him to the hospital, but we bandaged, we bandaged his hands ourselves. So when you start changing the story kind of like that, I mean, I mean. Also, I don't know if you guys know that Bale probably knows this. He before he went on TV to give his story. He I actually was hiring a, a paranormal group to go in there and do mm -hmm. an investigation. And Lorraine, he called and canceled. Said, you know what? I don't want the uh, publicity at all. And then the new people. Okay, I get. Okay, I get that. But that same morning, they went on air and did publicity. So that that paranormal group they were going to hire to see to to recalibrate his story to to vouch for his story was never allowed to go in there until later on where Ed and, and Ed and uh, War Ed and them went in there. Vel, uh, am I saying that correctly? Or am I wrong? Um, yeah, they did hire the the original investigators. I can't remember what their names were, but yeah, they they would not come out. 
Um, they also wanted the church to come out. The church would not in, you know, validate their story without a, a true investigation. So that's where Ed and Lorraine came in was through the church. Yeah. And okay. now for, uh, Ed and Lorraine, you know, they went into the house and they, you know, she said one of the most scariest places that she's mm -hmm. been to. Now, that part could be absolutely true because there were murders. I mean, you plant it where ghosts can really does happen. But I, you know, but the, so the question is, the new people that move in after them, after the lunch family, has never said they experienced anything. So, is and it, I can probably tell you why on that. Yeah, now they could be lying. <laughs> they could be lying. Could be lying about that, or they just don't want the publicity. They don't want nobody else around there because even to this day, they still get people outside their houses taking pictures and you know want to go yeah. in. I mean, who who wouldn't want to visit the Amityville Horror? So the part about Ed and Lorraine Warren, if people don't know who Ed Lorraine Warren is, they're like the godfather and godmother of of ghost hunting. They're like one of the originals where on air, you know, where they uh -huh. use the TVs to get their stories out there. They use every element that they can get. Now, and Ed and Bill, correct me if I'm wrong, they were actually they they get hired by the church themselves to do cases. So it's not like they were just two random people that wants to do paranormal. They actually got hired by the church to do some cases for them. A am I wrong on that? Uh, no, and they would take private cases if someone would call them because Ed was a demonologist and, you know, Lorraine with her gifts. And, you know, they were in with the church. So they had a parapsychology. They were like the... Not really the first. I mean, there was first people to invent, yeah, yeah. you know, parapsychology. Popularity but, wise, getting on yeah. TV, they were like the first like TV personalities yeah. that, that yeah. took it to the next level. Mm -hmm. Wow. So, uh, what happened then? I mean, so what? What was it that they? Was it like the movie? I mean, did they have all the flies show up inside the house and they were freaked out on flies and things moved according around? To the, uh, according to the documentaries that I saw. Yeah. The fly never happened. Uh -uh. Okay. Never happened. That was just. Now, listen, people got to understand this too. And, and even George, because George tried to sue the, the movie company saying, you're, you're, dis, you're disrespecting the real story. Now, come on. Let's be. When you make a movie, right? You, you make a movie, you got to make the movie more attractive to people to watch. Okay. Well, if, sure. if you make a movie on purely on actually what happened, Probably nobody's gonna watch the movie. Uh, I remember uh, 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 for a good example is uh, Bob Howard Stern made a movie that he actually starred in called Hard Charge. I can't remember what a uh, private yeah, part. Yeah, I remember that Okay, private part. You know, in, in the scene where he was on the plane, like talking to the uh, 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 to the person and telling him, telling her the story. He explained that Sam that that never happened, and Sam Raimi was telling him, "Well, to make a story work for a movie, you got to get the people to uh, have sympathy for you or to uh, have a connection with you." So by having Howard Stern talk to this person on a plane uh, on a like like on a normal level, you're developing a emotional connection with the people watching your stuff. A horror movie is exactly the same thing. You got to make a connection on why people are watching it. So. Mm -hmm. Because the movie's different, 
I mean, that's just common sense. You, you know, there is no 100% pure, 100% pure truth movie. I mean, did you guys see Bohemian Rhapsody? Are you guys going to tell me? I like Bohemian Rhapsody. Don't get me wrong. But are you going to tell me with all those scenes where the band was at a party and they're not having beer, they're not doing drugs? Yeah, fucking right. They're fucking a band, party animals. You know, so movies are never going to be exactly the same. They got to make the movie more attractive. So a lawsuit, dude, that, he's, he's so stupid. This is why I don't like this George guy because the movie made you a star. I mean, in a lot of ways, behind the scenes star. So what actually happened? What do you know that happened in there? Well, I, I'm going from Lorraine and Ed's point of view because, you know, yeah. I, I love them to death. She's, she's so sweet and kind. Oh, but, awesome. And, you know, whenever she went in there and there is interviews out there, she was talking about the heaviness in the house and just the pure evil that was in that house. And she said she could see these wrapped up bodies, you know, in her mind. And, you know, I'm kind of going from her perspective on that. Yeah. Cause I've, I've been to the property. I, I wouldn't even get out of the car and there's this heaviness. And oh. I think I mean, not, you know, demonic or anything, because, you know, I haven't been in the house. But, you know, like you said, with, you know, the deaths that occurred there, and yeah. there is a lot of things with the property. Now, the original house was moved there, so it's not really so much, say, the house. I think it's more the property. Okay. And, yeah, when you got, you know, negativity on a property, the DeFeos, they fought all the time. You add all that negativity and you get pretty much, you know, what Jackson and I, you know, talked about as a tulpa, which is a manifestation of evil within an area. And, you know, that can make people do things, you know, just like with investigators, you get a tulpa of people saying, well, this is here and this is here. And, and people start getting hyped up and energetic about, you know, negativity going on. And all of a sudden, you know, you're seeing things and doing things. So, you know, that can happen to people now. You know, the truth of it, you know, did the Lutz experiences things, you know, they said, you know, things were happening and being levitated off the beds and stuff like that. Oh. Now, I, I don't know, you know, if they were, you know, just making some of this up. Now, Lorraine, you know, she didn't say that, you know, she could validate any of that, but they did get pictures in the house of, you know, the little ghost boy. Uh, you know, she felt the, the heaviness and the evilness in the house. I mean that's that's documented. Yeah, and they, so I, think, I, think, I think they used the Ghost Boy in the remake in 2005 with Ryan Reynolds. With the remake was just fucking stupid. Yeah, you know, right, right. on the Travel Channel, they did a, a nice documentary on Ed Lorraine Warren called Shock Docs on the Travel Channel. It was actually really good. I actually enjoyed it. So wow! So they got a picture of the little boy. And yeah. is there a picture? Is it online, Eric? Can we find the picture of the little boy? The ghost yeah, picture? It's uh, on there. Let me see here. Let me type in. I want to see the picture of the boy. Boy. I want to see the, the ghost. <laughs> Let's see that one. And the thing is, they're accredited. That's like, well, they're accredited because they're not. They are accredited. They use science to go in the house. They use the documents. They use the cameras. They don't. They're not there making. They're not going to make anything up. 
Right here. They want audience. Oh, oh, oh. See right there? Oh, he's on the banister. Yeah. Yeah, and I think a lot of people tried to debunk that one, too, said that there was, like, a, a boy in the house. It was the, the people that owned the house. This little boy was running around. And Lorraine herself said there was nobody there. Uh, these were caught in secondive sequence with one of those automatic quick cameras with the, the lights. So, yeah, he just oh, appeared. Yeah. And I it mean, looks identical to the boy killed? Is that is that they're saying it looks just like him, right? Well, they say it looked like uh, right here. This picture here, it kind of looked like. Uh, oh snap! And you got to remember, really? he's seventy-five guys. You know the technology. Mm -hmm. of, I'm not saying they couldn't manipulate the film, but it is a lot harder to manipulate the film. But, but because it's 1975, they they could tell if a 1975 picture has been manipulated more than the pictures you take now. So that looks I just like him. I believe. <laughs> For me, I believe that. I do believe that. Like I said, there were um, there were six murders there. So negative energy, like we all have said in the past, that ghosts are created from energy. What if your energy is still there? Yeah. So now, is that the only thing they have? Now, well, didn't you say something also? Uh, I think what you're on our show before. Like I said, like I, I've been on, you know, I've been on graveyards, and you know, I'm I'm trying to find ghosts myself, and and of course, I've I have yet to been able to find a ghost. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to lie, just to tell people, just you know, mm -hmm. clicks and stuff. I have I not. Some. I think I remember you telling me or something that sometimes ghosts will only appear in front of certain people, and sometimes because of you, your 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 way, you're so I don't know my soul. I don't know what I'm saying. That <laughs> they don't want to come out. They don't want to come out for me. But like like if you go there. They might more likely come out for you because they sense that you're more, I don't know, that, you know, you can speak to them and I can't. Right. And, you know, they, they, you know, spirits are people. They were once people. And if you have, you know, something within you, you know, like little girl, uh, you know, might look up to you like a daddy or something like that. And she might try to, you know, talk out to you. Whereas a, a woman that may have, you know, had bad dealings with men, you know, she might not want to speak to you. She might want to talk to a woman investigator. It, okay. you know, it all depends on who you are and how they perceive you and, you know, take your attitude and stuff like that, you know? And I, w I yeah. was also going to touch on, you know, that the let's or the new people that moved into this home, don't have any uh, paranormal experiences. So they say, well, they may not because maybe now that home is at a calm, you know, maybe they're not fighting and arguing. They got good vibes going on in their family. So they, they don't have all that going on, but you have another family that comes in there and that spirit that may be in that home doesn't like the family that moved in there. You might have a whole new DeFeo case. I can see that. Yeah, I went to the cemetery. I, they were talking to me like I've made a video. That's my first ever. I was getting hits. Boom, boom, boom. They even said I had somebody filming me and it says camera. Uh, yeah, camera. <laughs> then they, they, cause then I, I, they said broad. I go broad like girl. And I'm like, no, oh, broad. I, yeah, I'm big and broad. It was describing <laughs> me. I was freaking out a little bit. I was like, yeah, I'm a little broad in the shoulder areas. Like, it was actually responding. And again, I checked the area. I made sure there's no nobody doing anything. But yeah, shit, some people they could, they talk to. I got lucky. Mm -hmm. 
Does this name mean something? Uh, hence Slenderman. Yeah, Talpa uh, is a Slenderman idea. Yeah, that's that's very that's that's true. Um, you know, the Slenderman was created on Creepy Pasta, and then all of a sudden you got all these younger people seeing him in the woods and he's done this. And so everybody starts believing in this slender man thing. And then all of a sudden you got this big old manifestation of something that don't actually exist. Yeah. I dreamt something like that though. I've never dreamt of anything weird in my life. Like that. I've dreamt of a large slender as I call him the asparagus guy. He was an asparagus, long, tall asparagus guy because his head was like asparagus. <laughs> I'm not, I swear to God, I dreamt this fucking thing and it was chasing me. I'm like, and I finally stopped. I realized that every time I moved forward, it would move forward with me. And when I stopped, it stopped in the dream. I realized that wherever I go, it just goes and then stops. It's like, oh, I actually woke up not scared. Hey, everybody oh. in the chat, I put Bell's YouTube page right here. So oh, you. click on it. People also click on it. She's got a lot of great stuff. Uh, I like going to her, uh, some of her shows. She'll have like six, seven people on talking oh, yeah. everything. And I always have fun. And then you, gotta, you yourself have a two-part video that's out right now, Bell, from the last two days called mm -hmm. Bollinger Mel. Uh, Bollinger Mel. And that's uh, – what is Bill? Uh, what is I'm not from that part of the country. What is a Bollinger Mill? Uh, the Bollinger Mill actually was uh, part of the Bollinger family. Um, they came in with a land grant from the Spanish, and it was pre Civil War. And you know, they, they made a mill, they called it, you know, after their family. And the army actually ended up burning down the mill because they didn't want supplies given out to the soldiers. And his daughter ended up, you know, taking over it after he died. And, you know, the family cemetery and everything is there. All the history is there. The, um, the covered bridge, which was built, you know, later by the Bollinger family, which actually goes into Burford, Missouri, is one of the fourth last standing covered bridges in Missouri and one of the oldest. Wow. Wow, a lot of history on that one. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Did you do any anything out there? Did you run around with your ghost box? Oh yeah. Uh, we we done you know an EVP session in the basement of the mill, which we got you know one little response before another group came in behind us. Um, we done you know some out over in the field where they used to you know do their sharecropping and stuff for the flour and wheat. And then we had one, we went up to the family cemetery and I was so excited to get home because I finally had the God moment evidence. My, my daughter and never has never heard, you know, really the voices. They were coming through the air, just like on the wind and you could hear them. And they were also wow. echoing through my Bluetooth speaker. The same time it's being heard, it would echo back kind of like a feed reverb back through the box. <sighs> But when I got home, there was no audio. All that audio was manipulated and gone. Oh, oh, <laughs> what's supposed to happen? Yeah. But we are going back. I want to catch this. That was so amazing to catch that, to hear them talking and then talking, you know, just open conversation. Are you going to cool. have that live on air or are you going to pre-record it and put it out? 
I will probably pre-record it because the area that I set in with the Ozark Mountains, we, we just cannot get a live signal out anywhere. We've tried it. So unless I get some kind of satellite power box or something, you know, I, I probably won't ever be able to do a live around here. So it'll probably be a drop video. I'm going to go out there Saturday on Halloween during the day Ooh. and see what we can get. There is a question no. here. I got to ask you because uh, you have, you have a video. I, I have not watched this one. It's the one that's called the conjuring fact or fake. Mm -hmm. uh, and the reason I want to ask you this question because, uh, of course, the Conjuring movies are based on Ed, Ed and Lorraine's uh, files, uh, part mm -hmm. one, of files, one of their cases. Yes, the Conjuring's are based on their files, their story. So, so yeah, Bob. There's even a third one coming out. You know, it's all it's all their story. Now, what I understand, the Conjuring is based on the Perez. If I'm saying it wrong, I apologize. The Perez family, but. What I understand is Ed and Lorraine actually got kicked off the property by the Perez family. So they didn't actually end up helping them because they were thrown off the property. Is that true? Yeah. Um, and the movies really, I mean, the story was more mostly based on Andrea's book. Um, so, yeah, the, the Warrens, they, they didn't get to finish their investigation because they didn't like how they were conducting it and reason i was hmm. saying factor faked because the book in the movie which andrea says is like oh oh it's true to fact it's true to fact it was even more horrendous to live in the house and actually watch the movie <laughs> but then again Whoa. she goes back and she says that well in the movie you know they talk about the possession taking place in the basement they got her tied up to the chair it was not even a possession really it was more of a channeling and it was at the dining room table oh okay yeah so there was there's a lot of you know just like Amityville, there was a lot of misconceptions stories in there that i couldn't figure out no it was just it was just interesting because the movie is based on their their files their stories and then you learn like well god they got kicked off the property so yeah. So, and you, of course, the movie is finished with them doing a possession. You know, Ed had to do his demonologist without a priest being there. I mean, like like I said, you know, they did it for the movie, but, but then somebody said, you know, they actually got kicked off. I'm like, really? They got kicked off? Mm -hmm. And then, of course, Weird. they were uh, one of the stories, you know, they went overseas in the, in the Conjuring 2 in London, Bob, where they did that what? family. Mm -hmm. uh, they were multiple paranormal groups and actually investigated that one. They were just one of them. I yeah, can't remember what that family was called. Yeah, and I really didn't dabble too much into that because I actually want to go to the Harrisonville farmhouse. That's what it is. And okay. yeah, I haven't really, you know, I'd like to go in blind on investigation. You know, I don't want to know about yeah. Sheba and what she did and I don't want to know about the property. So whenever I did, you know, start that live stream, I was kind of touching on the fact of, you know, the movie, the book, the book, uh, the Warrens, and you know, it all doesn't make sense to me, really. But oh. here's, here's <laughs> yeah, you're, right, correct. it wasn't the Perez family; it was the uh, Perrin Perrin family. Yeah, sorry. Thank you. You got any yeah, paranormal on the world? You can see that. I don't. I don't. We're raw here. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm doing all this on memory. <laughs> Paranormal Underworld is my second half. There, he he's my uh, historian. <laughs> so he's one, that, uh, he's one that I invited to come on our show when he, when he ever has free time. Right? He's the one that yeah, the show with you. Mm -hmm. 
yeah, how we on. brought you on. We brought her on for this reason, guys. Now understand that we brought her on because she's this is her area. So we don't know. We're learning. I, I, I emailed her last night to say, "Hey, we're talking about uh, uh, Amityville. I know you've been by the house before. You know, you know more than I do. Come yeah. on, <laughs> more than me too. Yeah, yeah. I, I can tell the Amityville house. It's just amazing. There's so many layers to it. Like you know, you could take away the hoax." Which that's ballsy to do a hoax because you still got to put twenty percent down on an eighty thousand dollars house. Mm -hmm. It didn't work. I mean, they would have to file bankrupt. And they had. Well, what did they say happened in the house though? What, what was it that happened? What was so significant? What was so powerful that? Well, what do you know about the special red room yeah. that's in the basement? The red room that? was not even in in the basement. The red room was in a closet, and it just had like shoes and stuff in it. Oh, because in the movie, okay. it, but you know what? I, I, I'm trying to remember this because I could have sworn one time um, there was some documentary that came on regular TV, which we you know you can't believe everything you see um, on TV, where they were actually really showing the real red room. Mm -hmm. and, and, and it wasn't a closet size. So I'm like, I guess they're all lying, right? <laughs> what is the truth? Now, that's the first time I heard it from you, that it's more of a closet size mm -hmm. and it's painted red. Yeah. I, yeah, that's true. That's I'm going to type in Redwood images from Amityville, see if it comes red, up. Red room. So it's a small red room, and something happened in that red room? Well, um, I was trying to think where I seen it. It may have been in my mind I seen it, but I could have swore it was on a documentary where one of the girls may have been one of the Lutz girls that actually went back in there and was telling the story about the red room. And she's like, no, it's just this little, you know, cubby. I mean, you could pull the door off. It was in a closet. She said there used to be shoes and stuff in there. And it was like a little room, but you can go in there and they play with their dolls and stuff in there. It, it was oh. never in the basement. Oh, okay. So it's where the children would play, like secret mm -hmm. little playroom. Yeah. Oh, and that's probably why it's haunted because the ghosts, oh, the, the little ghost children feel safe in there. Okay. Yeah. I can't even, okay. there's not even really a picture that I can see here of showing me the red room. I, I, I so that, you, that, that's not it. Yeah, that's, no. right. <laughs> that's not it. <laughs> So you know, anybody, what else happened in there? Anything else interesting that was like real? Well, like He claimed that he woke. Now in the movie, he woke up every night at like 3, 3.15 in the morning. You know, that was the exact same time that the mergers had allegedly happened. Um, oh. The little girl was, you know, talking to imaginary friends. Of course, you know, kids do that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, little entity named Jody, I think is what they called her, uh, which actually turned into a pig or I think it was a cat or something in the window. Um, oh. oh, Mrs. Wow. Lutz would wake up with, you know, whelps on her chest and stuff. And, you know, she even claimed to be levitated off the bed and, you know, stuff was flying around the house. You know, it came to, you know, just a breaking point that, you know, my kid is talking to demonic things and there's just... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You know, at some point I can see them wanting to leave. Now, Eric's talking about, you know, it, it is a 50-50. Did they do it for the money or 1975? Was that even a concept to do something like that? But yeah, well, I would, yeah. I would, you know, I would exercise the shit out of it and then sell it. 
<laughs> and remember, uh, the, the George Lutz was talking with a lawyer that was a, the same lawyer for, for um, that killer guy, Ronald, Ronald, whatever his name is. I forgot his the name. KO. The KO. So, KO. So it sounds like, I mean, it was a plan, but I don't know. I, I guess if you're going to be poor anyway, why not just like going to Vegas, take a chance? It worked out. Yeah, and this is the whole time, too, that the movie The Exorcist came out. So demons oh. were on the rise. I mean, you know, everything right. is demonic. So, you know, if The Exorcist movie can have people passing out in aisles and, you know, throwing up outside, you know, why cannot we come up with this big demonic story and make okay. some money off of it? You know, it's, it's just that never know. That's I mean, smart. Yeah. Go. That's why I like you. You you debunk first and then you put out the what the fucks later. That's a lot. I like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know what? That makes a lot of sense. That was the time that Exorcist came out. It was a big deal. Mm -hmm. People were lined up around the corners of this. And then yeah. uh, Eric said, you know, a couple, hey, let's go in this house and act like it's haunted. And then and well, they, were, a, they, they knew everything that happened in the house before the yeah. end. So it yeah. wasn't like, well, well even, yeah. even now. Sorry. Uh, even now, as investigators, uh, we've been having this thing that we all been talking about. If you throw the word demon in there, I mean, nobody want to watch, you know, us boring paranormals talking to ghosts. Now, if you say it's a demon, then everybody, I mean, your views will go skyrocket. Everybody's going to watch that demons, demon, demons. You know, they're so horrible. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah the came out in 1973. So the murders in 74. And then you got 75. I mean, it's like, it's right there for the. Wow. And yeah, right. He keeps changing his story throughout. No, this didn't really happen. This ain't really happened. Oh, no, no. He didn't go to the hospital. We abandoned it ourselves. You kind of discredit yourself. Uh -huh. What's well, yeah. a freaky house to look at, too? It looks like it's got two eyes. When you look at the damn yeah. house, it's like, oh, now you've been there, real. So you, you looked at it, you're like, what the fuck? It just yeah. looks like a big barn house. Yeah, it's got a presence to it. I mean, like I said, the house itself. I mean, I wouldn't even get out of the vehicle. That's how, you know, heavy. And I mean, I, I literally felt sick. I'm like, no, you know, I drove all this way, but I'm not getting out. And, uh -huh. you know, I, I seen some children playing on the property. Of course, we all know how I am, but it's just I felt more it's the property than the house course you know the house can suck up the energy from the property and like i said the the defeos fighting all the time you know that was a italian family we know how i, I love y'all italians but you know <laughs> oh, that's the other one infield poltergeist yes that's the one mm -hmm. in, in london where the warrens went over there and did an investigation for the church the infield poltergeist there's actually so a, a, there was a the Conjuring 2 on the infield poltergeist, but there's also a made for TV or, or a, a, a small limited series, like a four show series series on infield poltergeist. Me and my daughter watched was actually pretty good. I'm not saying it was real and it, everything real, but the, the movie itself, the TV show itself was pretty good. I'm going they, to a cemetery tomorrow. They refurbished the house. Uh, they, they refurbished the outside. Don't look the same. Yeah, they redone oh, all the windows. Yeah. Oh, oh, uh, it, there's a good video, uh, a documentary on YouTube, and the, the outside of the house does look like nothing like the original. I mean, nice. Oh, no. 
metal-gated fence. I mean, it looks very, very pretty. Well, I would do the same. If I bought the house, I'd do the same thing. Unless you want to make money on people like wanting to come in and do a, a seance or something. I don't know. I, I don't know. I wouldn't mind. I'd let people, I'd, you know, give me $100. You can come in and do whatever investigation you want. <laughs> but it's a fun house. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people do that. Uh, I got a hotter property. I will charge you $900 a night to come here. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it went, it went so commercial now. I was like, I've got it. Like, you were talking about that Mackey's, that Mackey's. They're charging money now, I guess, to go through there, right? Isn't that true? I'm serious. I'm serious. That, that that's a trip now. It's like a it's like a, a whole new business. Yeah. If, you a, if you have a known haunted house or something, you can charge people to go in there and do an investigation at night. You know? <laughs> yeah. And I yeah. mean, I can understand charging a little bit. I mean, Mackey's is not bad. That was actually pretty inexpensive for the experience that we did get. I mean, it's not what they say it is, but there's some of these that just charge ungodly amounts. I mean, I know you got to pay your taxes, keep the lights on and stuff like that, but the, I mean, there should be a limitation to, I mean, you yeah. know, uh, yeah, <laughs> a cap, but then you're like a hotel room or something per night, not, hundreds and thousands of dollars you know just yeah like the one of the the uh uh the shining which is uh actually play i right around here where i'm at the shining is playing in one of the smaller theaters i'm like no freaking way the stanley it's in the movie theater oh god the shining i'm about ready to go see that damn movie again at the theater <laughs> but that 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 colorado hotel weren't they charging money for investigations too i think um, I, I wouldn't doubt it. Um, and I understand yeah. it's not as haunted as everybody thinks it is. I mean, I understand Mrs. Stanley, you might see her come up to the registration desk and there's supposed to be a couple of little kids that play up on one of the floors, but that's, that's pretty much, you know, it. I mean, what made that movie again, just like, you know, with the Lutz, it was, you know, King's, uh, movie that came out and it just went crazy from there. Oh, we're going to see, you know, blood coming out of elevators and, you know, Go crazy! No, no, it's not going to happen. The, the twins at the corner where the where the elevator is. Yeah, the, the two. I would freak the. I can walk around a corner and two twins are standing there, stoic yeah. faces. Red rub. <laughs> Red rub. Red rub. Red rub. Since I got you on here, what do you know about the Queen Mary? Um, I I know nothing about Queen Mary. That would probably be Underworld right there. That you would. I think he's been there. Well, Queen Mary, people don't know. The definition of Queen Mary is a ship that you could you can actually uh, do a hotel. There's a, there's you, you can rent a room out on the ship. Mm -hmm. Okay, you rent a room, and it's supposed to be one of the most haunt. They can stay say, I don't know if it's true or not. They say it's one of the most haunted places now. Now, believe it or not, people, believe it or not, this man right here, I'm going to show you here. <laughs> I got two videos that... Um, it's called the Queen Mary after investigation one or two that me and my kids did an investigation on Queen Mary. We oh, wow. actually got a hotel there. Th th my video is not like a, uh, like a, like a, uh, awesome. Like we have machines. It was just me and my one, one first video is me and my son walking around trying to see if we see something or hear something. The second video is me and my daughter. So I actually do have two videos. <laughs> of, of me walking around this ship to find ghosts and stuff, and and I'm I'm afraid to 
telling everybody that I didn't get shit. <laughs> I didn't get nothing. That's we usually walked, what happens. We walked everywhere. And when I got back, I was so not upset that because I really want to catch something. I really do. So I took my daughter. I'm thinking, because Bob, remember we talked before that maybe a ghost is more attractive to a to a girl versus a man. So, so I saw it was a for my daughter, and I got two videos on here. I guess nobody cares because I only got like 44 and 62 views on my channel. But <laughs> but we did walk around, and it's supposed to be haunted. And and I know uh, one of the reasons why I'm not a huge fan anymore of um, the Ghost Adventures because apparently they went to the ship and, mm -hmm. and you know, they've seen all this. And I here I am trying to see something. I don't even hear nothing. No steps, no anything. So I'm like packed, right? Yeah, the whole the whole place was packed with people in no, the hotel. When we went, it wasn't wasn't Halloween. It was just um it was sometime in September. Yeah, that, well, you're too, you're getting back into that entertainment, you know, factor. You know, Amityville wouldn't have been Amityville if it wouldn't have had that entertainment factor and a lot of these and it's you know i hate to say it because we try hard to get up away from that we don't know how that they hype these places up and you know this is what happens when you go on a paranormal investigation no a lot of times we are sitting around talking to broken radios and nothing happens and we have to go back days and days and days and <laughs> sometimes bless you we don't get anything at all so you know they do it for entertainment, a lot of them. And it's it's really sad to say, you know, because the ones that really want to go out there and prove something, it's it's really a boring field sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. archaeology. Yeah. Archaeology is boring too. People don't know it. You did archaeology? Yeah, I did archaeology. Boring as fuck. Paranormal Underworld <laughs> went to uh use SS Hornet, uh not Queen Mary. He said he didn't go there, but he went to Alcatraz, Winchester, Mystery House, Old Watch Club, and uh, Virginia City, Nevada. Now it's just I went to like three places where where Ghost Adventures been, and Mystery I can never do nothing. But but dude, I was watching the episode, and I'm like, this is they they played the number one trick that. I'm like, did, did anybody ever call these guys up? I, I don't know. I, I don't know why I never saw this one video. They did one where they claim they they heard voices from a uh, River Phoenix at the at the uh I yeah yeah we have made contact with River Phoenix at the uh, yeah. uh, oh. at, uh at where he was he died outside but he was they were talking to a woman right and and they have a, a voice recording. And I do believe in voice recordings, but but this one had a static, and they're like, it sounds like they said this. Oh, that's what exactly what it said. It's like, hold on, you just planted to her what mm -hmm. you want her to say that you you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like like plant a sentence because because when you just heard a sentence, all you heard was until and they, they put the word, word yeah. and then she claims that's what I just heard. No, you did not. They just planted. Yes. Those words in your head, and now you're thinking that was it. And I was like, you know, I'm not saying they're not real. I, I know they they have real findings. Don't get me wrong, but but you do have to question sometimes some of the findings to say this is for TV. Mm -hmm. 
I'm not debunking the ghost adventures, but the oldest trick is to push a word. It's kind of like it's kind of like that evil word that I don't say no more. The M effect. I call it the paranormal effect, mm-hmm. where, where I kind of say in the in the split reality, this is what I this what it used to be, and then somebody who's not an investigator say, "No, you're right. I heard that too," and you could be totally bullshitting. But you can get people to think the way you want them to think. So I, I, that's why when I watch your stuff, when you're uh, some of your investigations, you do have it live. I don't All see you guys doing that. I see a real, honest, hardcore investigation. And that's what mm-hmm. I appreciate. Why I like having you on the show is because I, 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 there's no fakeness of what you guys do, what you're no. kind of investigation is and that's and that's my uh, stamp of approval yeah well thank you and usually you know if i do put words in mine i mean they are clear audible yeah i'm i'm 99.9 percent sure that's what was just said um you know i i leave it open for a lot of you know the evps that are on there for you to either tell me down in comments you know i think they said this which great awesome you know i will look into that yeah yeah because some uh, some people are able to hear certain things that other people can't hear. Yeah. I've met people like that. Um, they've got like some kind of hearing thing where they can hear certain sounds that I can't hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got tinnitus real bad. Eric's just damn deaf. Uh, yeah, but you know, certain piercers can hear it. Bob's talking about me. You guys all know that in the chat, right? Bob's talking about me. Eric's <laughs> <laughs> hear that. No. no. What Bob's talking about is I I'm actually have a percentage of deafness. And I can't hear uh, very low sounds. So even if a ghost is talking into uh, a lower level, mm-hmm. fuck you, Bob. I want to even be able to hear it. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's why ghosts don't like me. They don't want to come to me because they could be talking to me. And I wouldn't even know it. Uh, you know, they have a special box for that, Eric, because um, my son has that. And it's called... Uh, auditorial processing disorder and it's a special headphones that you wear with a box that changes the tones and sounds around you so you can hear them better oh wow yeah he had to wear one in school because he couldn't hear the teacher he couldn't hear her voice well well Val, uh i actually got uh sent to another school because Mm -hmm. They thought that I wasn't listening to any teachers. This is a true story. Um, I'm not. I'm not yep. making this up. Uh, they sent me to another school because they thought there was issues with me because I wouldn't learn. I couldn't learn until one day, uh, a, a teacher at another school said, "We gotta get his ears tested." And when they tested my ear, they said, "This kid's deaf." Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. before they tested me, they sent me to another school. So I know what you're talking about. It's like. It's like. Well, Eric was fine at our house because my dad was uh, in the Korean War and he was deaf he, from the, from the bullets. He had a, one by anyway, so he my dad talks real loud, so Eric could hear everything he said. So then we were raised talking real loud, so we're always talking real loud, and then we're like, you just can't hear him. You just gotta talk to him like this. And I'm try- In fact, I gotta keep my voice down. The <laughs> neighbors hear me if I talk. Everybody <laughs> at Eric's house. His neighbor come over and complain multiple times. I can hear your brother talking <laughs> through my house. <laughs> I can't hear him at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love, I love high pitch because I can hear everything in a higher pitch. 
Yeah. Yeah. Just do one of those boxes and you might be surprised what you're missing out. <laughs> yeah, I might have to. That's, you know, you're right. I might be missing out. Might be the, probably one of the missing links on why I am not discovering mm-hmm. the other side. Because I might, they might, maybe they are talking to me. I just don't know it. You still hear him. You still hear him. Yeah. Eric is the whisper. Guys, trust me, I, I am no ghost whisperer. I, I want to be. I want to be. Maybe you need to get with a team and have them to take you on an investigation. Oh. No, I I do. You know, one of our plans when Bob first came back from the UK, we were wanting to do some investigations. But, of course, then and then when Bob came is when the whole pandemic shit happened and everything got shut down. So our plans of uh, doing our own investigations kind of – went out the window. <laughs> yeah. 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 But I'm going to the cemetery tomorrow. So I'll be, I'll be there tomorrow. A uh, couple of good Gothic. The ghost yeller. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, they can hear me. I got to whisper. Yeah. When I talk to people, they're t- always, the first thing I hear is you got to turn it down, tone it down. Why? What? Why? Tone it down. Why? Okay. I got to whisper. Yeah, tomorrow I'm going to a cemetery, so I'm gonna be happy. It's really gothic, man. It's really badass. Bob, the, the oh, cemeteries, the cemeteries where you're at. I know a lot of cemeteries here where I'm at. You're not allowed oh. to be on there at night. They actually have security going around now in in the in the Manchester UK area. Are you allowed to go to the, the graveyards at night? There's no security thing, yeah. or yeah, you can go out there at night. Yeah. You can go out there at night. You damn right. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple that you can't. The couple I call them the commercial ones. The larger ones, like the that where people are just because there's so many people dying from this weird uh, the carholio. They're just bodies lined up to go into the ground. I'm joking, by the way. But there's this uh, brand new one, and it's it, that one's got gates on it. It's mm. just like the states. It's huge. It's beautiful. And then you've got so many of the old Gothic ones with the old Gothic churches. With, I mean, these things, we're talking 1800s, man. Back, I mean, like one was like 17. What the fuck? Old Gothic with the statues and the weird. I mean, I'm doing a lot of my my, my research over here on uh, certain effects and changes based off just what I'm seeing on the tombstones. Mm-hmm. I'm certain, it, you, Bill, you've been to a lot of cemeteries, especially the older graves, and you and I don't know if you ever done etchings where you do the etchings on the grave, and you you I did it for well, a university class. A lot of times I don't because some of those stones are so old. Whenever you start doing etchings and rubbings, you know you could damage the stones. So oh, I just okay. mostly take okay. pictures. <laughs> Thanks for making me feel bad. You're correct Sorry. on that. <laughs> I do it with charcoal and I do it lightly. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. But some of them you can't read. It's so far gone. I just do the statues. I can get a couple of words out of it. Some uh, of I'm them, looking for old symbols. There is a um, a special blue light. Um, they do come in purple, but I use the blue. If you use it and you like hold your light, no matter if even the, the wording is gone on the stone, if you hold that light at a certain angle, you can still read it. Okay. I didn't know that. I'll I'll try that. Actually, I will try that because I'm looking for symbols. Uh, there's a lot of new symbols that I've never seen before, and they're being used. I mean, I'm not sure if 
I'm not whatever effect you people have the change effect we want to call it, but there's certain things that I've noticed that are new on these stones. So I have been trying to come up with these new symbols that the church uses I've never seen before, like the Constantine symbols. I've brand new for me, and all these different symbols and all they're really beautiful symbols, yeah. and there are a lot of the old graves. So I've been doing a list of them. That's what I'm doing tomorrow. I'm going to go out to the. There's a couple of ones with the uh, Freemason. Um, the symbols on there. I'm going to go take a look at those and what they have below and all the certain symbols. As weird as it may sound, you should know this. The graveyards actually have a lot of information on them stones, yeah. especially um, old symbols. Hey, yeah, this, is, this is interesting. I, I pulled up a thing called the Amityville Murders uh, about revealing the facts and about, about the ground. It says here, myth. The Shine Cook, the Shine, the, the Shinecock Indians. What a weird name for those Indians. I'm sorry for those guys. <laughs> Shinecock Indians reside in Amityville. It says here, fact: the Shinecock Indians reside nowhere near Amityville, besides no. all, all, uh, besides of all the uh, Indians on Long Island were part of the Montaquet Nation. It was European who placed names on the inhabitants of the local areas. Regardless, the Masquers were the group that would have mostly likely visited Amityville. So they're saying here that there is no Indian ground that was built on. I thought it was. I actually, I really did. I, to this day, I thought it was. Hmm. Because the location is by the water's edge. So that's where you would have um, a native encampment. That would be a good place to have your camp. Well, uh, you right you know, they're never gonna tell you behind the scenes. I mean, the 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 uh, that name where <laughs> they call themselves the Shinecock Indians might have said, "Hey, can you take our names out and say we're not from there, so people could leave our race alone?" You know, that could be a possibility that they don't it want been, to talk no. it. It might have just been a burial ground, which means it's not gonna be listed anywhere as an encampment for anything. Mm -hmm. It's just where they've taken their their deceased ones and put them up in there. So I, we don't know. I don't know. I, anybody in the archaeology there? We don't know. Well, there's a lot of weird stuff here. A myth. Here's a myth. A witch named John Ketchum escaped from Salem, Massachusetts during the witch trials and built his house on or near the famous Amityville house to continue his devil worship. It is reported his body is buried or near the property. First of all, I've never even heard of this story. Yeah, that's in the new... Uh New Amityville, I think. Oh, is it? Catch him. Yeah. A prominent citizen named John Kitchum did return from Massachusetts community and settled in Huntington Township on Long Island. So apparently this guy did go to Long Island. While in Massachusetts, the Long Ketchup acted and re represented the local government there before returning to Long Island where some of his uh, family reside. He eventually became hunting death and children. So yeah, I guess that story is true. Hmm. Huh. Huh. That's weird. I don't know what to believe anymore. I don't know what to believe anymore. <laughs> yeah, see, the whole thing I got with the, the Native Americans there was not so much that they lived there, but there was someone that was using them for slave labor, and they was doing, uh, you know, torturing on them, you know, for medical purposes. Now that's kind of the backstory I got. Now, how much of that no, I, I don't know. I've heard I that. 
I've heard that on the I, I actually well, it's a wrong story though. But I've heard they were the I don't know they were on that property. They were again they were doing medical uh, experiments that, stories. Again, I blew it off, but I've heard that story. I'm not just saying it. I'm agreeing with you. I've heard that story. Well, yeah. The soul wrote, witches don't worship the devil. And I heard that too. You know, they don't. Yeah, they don't they're, not, they're not, they're not on me. But going back to these Abbeville, here's the red house or the, the red room. Here it goes. Myth. The red room was the gateway to hell. So okay. that's what the red room was supposed to be. Fact. Wow. Here we go. Fact. The red room was nothing more than a little area underneath a stairwell that the default children sometimes store their toys and use mm -hmm. as storage. Today is no longer exists since the subsequent owner had renovated the basement and constructed over it. Furthermore, Arthur Rick also was granted access to the home before publications of his book. The basement had indeed underwent an extensive renovation. Absent was anything remotely supernatural or red. So, like you said, it was just the uh, they they put shoes in. They yeah, it was all false. Because in the movie, they took they, they broke down the wall in the basement, and of course it was a red room, and and that uh, uh, Lunt's face appeared. Yeah. Oh, well, that's for her. <laughs> Harry Potter lived in one of those, didn't he? Eric, didn't Harry Potter live in, like, in a small room <laughs> underneath the stairs? Oh, my God. This one's stupid. Come on, really? People don't believe this, really? Myth. American International Pictures, the Amityville horror movie, could not be filmed in the real house because the crew was too scared. Give me a fucking break. They didn't have permission. Come on. They're too scared to film in the real house. Dude, if I was making a movie and you could say I could film in the real house, that's guaranteed more right. money. You, they would have been forced to go on there. If I was a studio and I got permission, if you don't want to film in the house, get the fuck out. I'm going to hire people that will because that's guaranteed more money. Give me a break. I'm, I'm going I'm to flip that coin around, man, because uh, I worked at uh, a hit uh, Fort Lewis Historical Museum, and it was all about being haunted. And I was in there, too, and it was some weird shit that happened. I'm not going to call it haunted, but... Anyway, there was some. They wanted to do some uh, run the dogs through uh, the security team, the 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 army U.S. Army security team wanted to run dogs through that place, and the dogs were scared. The dogs were whining in the basement. They wouldn't go any further into the into. I swear to God, everybody, they wouldn't go into the museum. And so, because the dogs were whining, the security guards were all fucking looking at each other. They were scared. They wouldn't. They, I swear to. I swear to God, uh, uh, Fort Lewis Historical Museum. So I was told by the the curator to go out and talk to them, and they were all standing outside the door. No, they didn't want to go in. They told me the story about the dogs. So I, I had to go escort them in. I had to walk them, a security team with machine guns and dogs, into the museum. <laughs> walk. Around. They were scared. Wow. So, Eric, I'm just saying, you'd be surprised who is scared. Yeah. Hey, we just discovered something. I think we now we really know why Texas Danny has visions. What uh, is that? Quantum stuff, Texas Danny. I lived in a trailer park for years in Texas. One trailer, my bedroom where I slept, was only 20 feet from Graves there. Oh, yeah. shit. <laughs>
But you know what? Uh, uh, this fact story here, now they're talking about how the Lunt's family has said like doors flew off hinges mm -hmm. and all that. And apparently people came in afterwards and there was never any evidence of anything ever flew off, no damage to hinges or windows. And there's even a picture here um, where it says here that the 250-pound front door of the house was inexplicably torn off its hinges and a locksmith was called out to repair the door. Fact. The photo below shows the screen door, not storm door or front door, as originally explained, torn off its hinges. With the gusty wind coming from the Great South Bay, a misty screen door can easily be damaged. So basically, the story is now the I guess they're saying is the back door did, but it was just a, a dingy ass little screen door where the front door, where he claims, was a heavy duty door, and there was never any damage to it at all. There was no evidence it ever got torn off. Mm -hmm. Okay. You now, know, it reminds me myth. The Catholic Church is hiding evidence that something exists in Amityville House. Oh, come on. First of all, the Catholic Church, no offense to the Catholic Church, they hide a lot of evidence. They're no different than the government of the United States of a fucking America. That's why they got the big ball underneath the Vatican. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> right. You're never going to get the truth from a church, government, or anything. Father Ralph uh, Percaro admitted that his only contact with the Lutz was a phone call. Questions remain whether or not he even ventured to the famed residence in Amityville. Because if you remember in the movie, the now movie, actually yeah. I watched Amityville Horror uh, just a couple two nights ago because it was on one of the channels for the hell of it, the original. And that I, I forgot how how many times that uh, priest guy in that movie. Felt like he's gonna have a heart attack and die, but he doesn't. He's gonna have a heart attack in the house. He doesn't die. He's in a car with another priest where the the thing pops up. Okay, he's gonna have a heart attack. He doesn't. He doesn't die. He's then he's at his house calling them with static, having almost another heart attack. And I was like, I didn't realize how many fucking heart attacks, and this fucking priest guy just don't die. Well, yeah, I'm sorry. You get back to the the exorcist that actually happened here in St. Louis, Missouri. The, the Catholic Church has all those records sealed. You you, can, you cannot access those. The real story, yeah. I heard about mm -hmm. the real Is that the boy, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. I've heard about a couple of priests that actually went to trial, too, for murder. Yeah, they, they, uh, they, were bad, so. they actually made a movie with that. One of the, uh, one of the guys who played James Bond one of those years was – Played that movie about the real story of the Exorcist with the boy, not the girl. Well, don't they have Emily Rose? Was it Emily Rose? Uh, that that's the court one where where they, they went to court to get the priest yeah. from from uh, being convicted for first degree murder. Where mm -hmm. technically he did get convicted, but the judge said he already served his time in jail. So basically, he didn't get convicted. Uh -huh. He did get convicted. Why would you want to be an exorcist, man? I know I've heard, I've read, I don't know if it's true or not, but there seems to be an increase. Maybe Veal might remember, might, might know. I don't know if you remember, might know that there was an increase now presently with demonic possessions. So they're having the chain, a whole new set of uh, exorcists. Yeah. Um, and I know I'm going to lean back on Jack's here, Underworld. I know he had told 
in several live streams, he had told to me that they are now the Catholic Church is hiring, you know, giving people money to actually go over and take these demonology courses. And I, I don't know, you know, if there's a rise in demons. You know, I've been at this 48 years and I've only seen one. I think a lot of it can be truly chalked up. And here's me debunking again to a lot of men, mental illness that people don't understand. But I mean, if you do have a possessed, you know, granted, Gleathers, you know, now 20,000 new demonologists out there, but they will pay you now to take these courses. Oh, I will go do that. <laughs> I would love to do that. Well, I know there's a, obviously, there's a strong uh, drug influence. I know everybody, everybody's addicted to something nowadays. To a, and so it, it lowers your immunities it lowers everything in you so on the flip side of that coin again if you were a, a, a demon or something it's easier to possess somebody mm -hmm. because everything's numbed in their body you know like there's a rise of violence and a rise of uh possession suppose it's possession we use the word mm -hmm. so-called possession so again like you said so there's a rise in demand for exorcist that's mm -hmm. not weird <laughs> the real uh, exorcist kid name is Roland Doe. Mm -hmm. And apparently, this is a picture of the. Whoa. I mean, I don't know if that's or not, but there's, there's supposed to be the picture. You're supposed to be speaking different languages? I heard something like he spoke multiple, he's speaking in tongues. They said it, multiple languages and just crazy shit. Yeah. I read a little bit about. The, the lady, um, I knew a woman that was actually a sister that worked at the St. Augustine's Hospital where they had him there for a little oh. while. And she would go in and, you know, do his med checks and everything. And he was speaking in like three different languages. And he was really, you know, violent in the nurses and stuff. And we're talking, they said, you know, he was a little uneducated to begin with. So for him to speak in all these languages and, you know, he was so violent. That's why they took him out of the hospital and put him in the private home there in St. Louis. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. He's a 14 year old boy born in 1935 was alleged victim of a demonic position and events reported by attending priest Raymond J. Bishop. Subsequently, supernatural claims surrounding the events were used as elements in William Peters Blatty's novel, The Exorcist. Whoa, okay. Yeah, that was supposed to be the real deal. Yeah. They had multiple, they had a, they, was it over a long period of time they had to do an exorcist? They exercised him. Yeah, uh, several, <laughs> several times. And they, they say the hospital up there where he was actually, you know, for a while, they, they still have paranormal experiences on that floor in the hospital, and they have shut that part of the wing down because of things that go on. No shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I know that uh, the Muslims have the same. They 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 believe it's the jinn. I had a friend that talked about his daughter or his daughter. His sister was possessed by jinn. And I go, huh? He goes, yeah, uh, she was throwing away garbage. This is over in Africa, and so they were They have a garbage, and it's, the gin likes to hang. They like to hang out in garbage areas where the garbage mm -hmm. is. So they always have to bring in, um, something to do, uh, some Islamic symbols to scare off gin as they go dump garbage. I go, no shit, and they got to say a prayer before they dump the garbage. That makes sense, man. Here, you know, 
<laughs> this is interesting. Uh, Raymond J. Bishop was, of course, the priest for that exorcism. It says he became one of the several priests involved in the case, exorcising the boy in St. Louis, Missouri, who allegedly was possessed after using a Ouija board. Oh, Eric. Ooh, our brother Mike was doing that. And he got wacky do afterwards. I knew it when you were talking about we have a, a dead gay brother that was also a transsexual, oh, whatever. But you know, he got that was in the chat one day said, Hey, there's a woman behind you. <laughs> I remember? Was that, yeah. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he got really weird after he was playing with the Ouija board. Like he was acting weird. What's wrong with you, man? Well, like with Ouija boards or, or anything that we use as a tool to speak to the beyond, you're opening gateways. You're opening yourself <laughs> for this communication. If you don't know what you're doing, I mean, you can invite a lot of things that you don't understand what you're dealing with into the situation. Okay. <laughs> Eric was wanting to play with what I don't, I, I don't, I, when I was younger, we did, but I, I don't, now that I'm older, I mean, I'm not afraid of it, but there's no reason to fuck with it to begin with. You know what I mean? <laughs> if there's a power tool you don't know how to use. Don't use it. You know, just don't, it's not, not worth it. So I don't fuck around with Ouija board. There's no reason for it. I don't want to hear something talk back to me. I don't know what it is. <laughs> know <Yeah>. thy enemy <laughs> know thy enemy so you're saying that don't play with Ouija boards is that what you're well, saying Bob um, I, I don't want to mess with one because I mean they do open a broader spectrum of doorways I mean I'm, I'm not saying don't do it I'm just saying be prepared know what you're doing know what you're dealing with you know protect yourself always close what you open basically I'm screwed because always <laughs> one of my first like videos, one of my first videos is right here, uh, paranormal Ouija board. Can we contact the dead? Where I, one of my first videos I ever done on my Gypsy Road channel was I I made my own Ouija board because I was studying that if you make your own Ouija board, it becomes more personal and you're more likely to see something or hear something. And I don't want anybody to go back and watch that yeah. one. That was my early days, but I actually tried to do a Ouija board on air. Oh. <laughs> I like what she said, though. I, I like that saying, by the way. That was cool. Always close what you open. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. On Just across life itself. Always <laughs> close what you open. <laughs> and, and, pertaining to the Ouija board and pretty much life. That's pretty good. Yeah. Doris, I... I, so far, I don't think I opened up any negative portal, so that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, know, not, huh? right? hopefully not. <laughs> yes, yeah, so that kid, the one that was actually possessed, he was playing with the Ouija board. And wasn't it in The Exorcist, she was also playing with the Ouija board, I think it was? Or uh, maybe I'm thinking of another movie. Oh, yeah, she, or was Exorcist, she? yeah, Captain Howdy was Exorcist. Yeah, Captain Howdy, that's right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I, I I don't want to play with one of those things. There's no use. I mean, why don't you just ask the question? Don't open anything. Use your little box. Turn it on. Eric, do you have your box? Do you have your little ghost box? <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh, yeah. You can see here, when I did a video, me and my son, and I made so, that weekly board myself. 
<laughs> so bad, dude. <laughs> Look at the picture you have behind you, man. <laughs> I was trying, dude. I was trying everything to. I, I'm serious. I was trying to talk. I mean, I wanted to talk. I thought I'd give it a shot, but it didn't work. <laughs> no, our brother Mike, he made one, right? A homemade one from wood. Did he make one? Oh, God, Eric, that nice picture. But didn't he make one from wood? Like a homemade one? Uh, Mike did? Uh, yeah, he, no, 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 no. He actually had a. Uh, he, no, it was bought. It was. It was. He bought an. Oh, okay. uh, professional it was it was very i mean as far as ouija board it wasn't that cheap board you get for 10 bucks it was like nice and wood it had a nice coated glass over it in a way oh it was spent like honestly like over a hundred dollars more on it you, you can that's, make one out of pieces of paper and a glass that's and what i did i i printed oh out a ouija board picture and i put a piece of plastic and melted it on there and I made my own little silver circle as my, as my moving thing. Oh, so you could make one. I didn't know that. You could actually yeah. – oh, yeah. Well, I, yeah. Why would you not be able to make one? Yeah. Oh, what I read – now, I don't know if this is wrong, but what I read was if you make your own, it's supposed to be more personal. And you're it's supposed oh. to help you to speak. So that's what I did there. I made my own, and I got my son to help me out. <laughs> Just incorporate your children into. Oh. <laughs> I, know, <right>? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a bad parent now. <laughs> you <Yeah>, are. <laughs> and then, and then, of course, it's frozen. You're not going to be able to play. Oh, what well, you guys are doing it? That's bad. That's so bad. If you have and, and dad, you're dad. Your dad. <laughs> <laughs> then you get the scary pictures in the background. Oh God! It's a green screen. So while we're doing it, that picture wasn't up. It was a green screen. Yeah, so. green. Yeah. You know yeah. when you you know when you do when you put the video out, you got to make it look more exciting. I guess you could say. Yeah. That's sick. I always want to ask, like, when you're doing a, a when you're when you're out doing the cemetery thing, and you got your voice box and everything. What do you do before when you leave? Like you talk about, like you said, always close what you what you open. Do you close what you open when you leave? Is there something you just do a prayer? What do you do when you leave? Um, with me, um, well, I'm talking about yeah, I I do my you know my Cherokee bless the four winds and I thank the spirits for speaking to me and then you know I tell them that I would prefer they not to come home with me. A lot of them don't listen at times, but yeah, just just close that, say goodbye. Um, nice speaking to you. Thank you know the earth and the winds and spirits for letting you communicate. Close that off, you know, just shut it down and. Yeah, and they don't come with you, right? You said that they sometimes you, – you made a little snip there that sometimes they come with you. What was that? What was that? Well, they come with you? in the you know paranormal field, you know, we always say you're not allowed to touch yourself to my equipment, my car, me, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Well, I found out that don't really work because spirits are people. And more than likely, 10 to 1, if you tell me that I can't do something, I'm going to do it anyway. And uh. – I actually went to the Missouri State Pen on an investigation and, you know, I, I closed everything out like I normally do. And I, I had this one guy that, you know, was really talkative with me, you know, spirit and, you know, over done with. And, you know, I had nothing in my home for 
uh, weeks and I went upstairs. I was making the spoof video for my Halloween thing and I was getting some really foul language and, you know, my spirits were upstairs and they were really upset and they're, they're trying to talk to me about getting this guy out of here and I'm trying to figure out who it is. And he finally tells me, and you can hear it in the video in the spoof that he does not want to go back to Jeff city. Jeff city is where the penitentiary was. He said, they tried oh. to kill me. And, you know, he was just, you know, making really derogatory remarks. And I'm like, I did not tell you, you could follow me. So apparently they can do what they want to do. So they are people. Oh. By the way. Yeah. So did you have that? What did you do? Did you get an exorcism? What, what did you exercise? You get a pre? What, what did you do? Actually, it went well. I mean, I have a nun, uh, Sister Mary Bartram, that, you know, is a spirit in my home. And he apparently couldn't go on. And we thought, you know, well, maybe, you know, him doing some bad thing. He's, he's going to go down below anyway. So I don't know how to handle this. Oh. But, <laughs> but she came in and you could actually, you know, hear them praying back and forth. And uh, all of a sudden it just, you know, the, the atmosphere lifted in that room. And I guess her in her own spirit form, she helped him to move on. Okay, as in you were talking about going down. <laughs> yeah, but you went ahead and helped him go up. So I was like, okay, he just okay. had to repent his sins and everything. And okay. I can see that. That's what it was. Okay, I see. He had to repent. Okay, okay, yeah, because he probably he probably didn't like where he was going to go. So yeah. I can see the logic of him following you back. So you kind of helped the guy out. Okay, that's yeah. crazy. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, so you have to yeah. do a little... Yeah. <laughs> is that the only one has ever followed you back? No, I, I had one that followed me back from uh, Bobby Mackey's, which was Ed. Uh, he actually is the one that hurt my neck. I mean, I'm still having problems with it today. I don't know you know, if it was a spinal injury he done in there or what he did. But yeah, he followed me home. And, you know, again, another one making derogatory remarks. And I actually had to do a lot of prayer in my home and I had to be stern. I mean, like horribly stern, but I'm not usually, I'm a sweet person. And I just had to yeah. tell him, get out. You're not welcome here. And then uh -oh. you know, all my spirits ganged up on him and he hasn't been in here. So if he's out there on the street somewhere, I don't know if he went back to Mackey's, but he's not in my home. He's not bothering me. So. <laughs> so you got, you got protective spirits. That's what you're trying to say. You have a, yeah. that's cool. That's smart. That's smart to have. So you got like a protective angel kind of a thing. That's cool. I, I do have <laughs> one. Um, I, I call them my uh, spirit guides. And I do have one that is demonic. And I mean, they, they do help me out in certain areas. I do have Sister Mary Buttram, which, you know, is the nun. She can help me out on that spiritual plane. So, you know, and I have other, you know, angels that, you know, help. So, yeah, <laughs> make sure you got your, your spirit guides together. <laughs> Yeah, I always thought I had one. My dad always joked about having one. I, I, I always because there's been too many situations. It's impossible. It's it was this. I could not have got out of it. It's just I, no. I, the probabilities are one in a million. I got out of certain situations. I'm like, I gotta have something. Mm -hmm. There's just something there. It's always that one, I, the one Twinkie fucking thing. It's right. I, in, in writing, it called the Twinkie. It's the thing that saves everything. So I'd be in a situation where this one thing would be there and like, oh, this helps me save everything. I can get out of this situation. This situation's I mean, there's always one thing that helps. It's always mm -hmm. at the last second. 
you know, it's like gotta be a damn, gotta be a spirit guide, <laughs> gotta be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. with his God. Yeah. Is it? Nah, I just yeah. said gotta be somebody helping you along. I mean, if things start, you know, a lot of, and my grandma always said this that it, if you find yourself getting out of situations way too easily, it's you know, someone helping you along. You just don't, you know, always get yourself out of something not that easily. So you, you've right. got a spirit guide there somewhere. Yeah, that's how I just, I just come to terms with that. I was like, I got to have a spirit guide. Something's looking out because it's just no way. <laughs> I've had a, I've heard the sound of a bullet. I can actually tell people I've heard the sound of a bullet. It, it's a whistle. It's a stink, distinct whistle sound by my head. It's like <laughs> it hits like this is where like I felt like the Pulp Fiction movie where it was that one scene where he's Samuel Jackson was getting shot at. He turned around and all the bullet holes were right where he was standing. It's like what the fuck? And there's like no way. So yeah. yeah, that's good. That's good. I don't feel like I'm crazy then. That's good you said that. From Jim Emma Puddle, she wrote, "I wonder if our our com- uh, commonality as me people is that we all made the terrible mistake of playing with the Ouija when we were young." Yeah, I did. Well, <laughs> come on, I mean, I, I was doing it last year, and I'm 47, so you never grow up. And also, uh, on this video here, I was trying to possess a doll. So, <laughs> so it doesn't matter if you're if you're a kid or not. Sometimes we don't know better. Wow. But listening to Bell, I don't think I'll ever go back and try to do a Ouija again. And, th- and not just do a Ouija board, trying to actually possess a doll as a conduit. I was trying to I was trying to create a conduit. I was trying to dude, I was trying everything that I can. But I'm learning after the show, I will never do that again. I, I just no want to put a big dirt sign on your head there. So. <laughs> no possessing no dolls, man. We don't possess dolls now in this place. Yeah, the commonality of a lot of people is the NDEs. I've noticed everyone has an NDE, near-death experience, and uh, everybody always has like some sort of Patreon saint that watches over them. Uh, pretty much anyone I've ever taught, even if you're native in culture, you've always got that native spirit watch. Everyone has the same story. You have an NDE and you have something looking over you the whole time. Yeah. And I I haven't done any research on everyone playing with a Wheezy board. I have to ask that. Oh, by the way, uh, you have this a wake up effect. Uh, do you ever play with a Ouija board? I might have to start asking that question. Because <laughs> I have. Yeah, I have. So didn't one time we had like like the witch goddess on and she's saying that, you know, if you go into a Ouija board with good vibes. With good vibrations, yeah. with, with good you know good tensions, you know, you're probably going to get nice and solid results. But if you go in with negative and looking for evil on purpose, that's what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or if you come in playful and you want a playful spirit to possess a, a doll, you'll probably get that playful spirit that's going to possess a doll. <laughs> it's not going to be fun. It's going to be playful, <laughs> mischievous. So I'd yeah. be careful with that. Yeah, that's the same way with going on an investigation, not really even a Ouija board. I mean, it all depends your attitude and your spirit on how you go in and you address those spirits of what you're going to get back. If you're provoking and you're being nasty and negative to people that used to live there, they're probably going to provoke and be nasty back. Or you can have a childlike innocence and go in there and, you know, 
be like you're in a doctor's office, as I call it, and introduce yourself and be nice and polite, and you might get nice and polite things back. I did that. I've watched your show. I've I've put a video out. It's the first one I've ever done in a cemetery. I went in like exactly how you describe, like a doctor's office. I introduced myself. I was very polite. Um, Mm -hmm. I even left. I even left some tobacco. I'm native, native blood. So I've left tobacco. <laughs> you know, you know, because I was even smoking and I felt bad and I apologized for smoking and I asked them if they want me to leave them tobacco. I left them tobacco. The whole ritual thing, mm-hmm. uh, a little bit painted. Yeah, I followed. The, I've followed more of the native tradition than anything else because it, it's worked for them. So yeah, a little bit painted. Leave them tobacco. Be very courteous. Say thank you a lot, and then say mm-hmm. I'm leaving. Stay here. <laughs> you tell people what's going on for the rest of this week. There's no show tomorrow because I do have things I, I actually have to do tomorrow. Thursday, we're we're not gonna have a designated movie to talk about. We're gonna be talking about maybe like five of our favorite Halloween kind of movies before Halloween. Mm-hmm. So so Thursday is gonna be a movie talk, but it's gonna be a movie talk about multiple Halloween movies. And then Friday, oh, cool. I'm going to have an open window show on purely paranormal because Halloween is on Saturday. So anybody who wants to talk paranormal on Friday, I'm going to put the invite in the chat. And I'm going to invite anybody who wants to come on. Paranormal Underworld, I would love to have you on if you're free. Bell, if you're free. Uh, mm-hmm. Window of the Soul, if you're free. I like I like what Belle does where she has it open for any paranormal people that want to jump in and I want to do that too for Friday because it's a day for Halloween. And yeah. and you know, a lot of things ain't gonna be happening this year except I find out what I am doing for Halloween. I guess I'm gonna be um um supporting a a, a Halloween party because my daughter gonna have her friends come over, they're gonna be downstairs and they're gonna have a Halloween party. So woo! Yeah. I, I <laughs> just don't bring out your Ouija board for your children, please. Don't do that. I agree with her. Don't. Do I, did. I did. I did. Um, not a Ouija board, but I did subscribe to Shutter for them because they want to watch horror movies. So I got the Shutter description so they can watch any horror movie they want. A Ouija board. That's a good no. one. Ben. Oh no, no, no! Pin the pin don't the, pin the planchette on the Ouija board. There you go. There's a there's a movie that comes out Friday and it looks so fucking stupid. It's called Father, well, not lying to you. It's called Empty Man, and 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 it looks like a total ripoff of Candyman because apparently they go to this bridge and they go Empty Man, Empty Man, Empty Man, oh, oh, like, oh. like 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 Candyman, and it comes and gets you. I'm like, oh my god, what happened to all our good horror movies? We're- no, it's been like after the seventies, it kind of went. Right, I'm with you. After the seventies, man, it just went to nah. Yeah. It's social, it's social, it's social media ghosts now. They come through the phone. Oh, that's it's right. Coming through the phone. Halloween, blue oh, moon that night, blue moon, blue and moon. That's why I'm about naked dancing. So this is a rare. Now I live in Washington. I'm hoping that it's not going to be fucking cloudy where I get to miss the blue moon, but. She's right. This Saturday, there's supposed to be a blue moon this Saturday. Everything. Yeah, I'm gonna crazy. Out. It's gonna be crazy. Yeah, I'm gonna turn into a werewolf. You, Val, that's a good idea. I am gonna bring out three Ouija boards for them. No, 
Oh, <laughs> don't you even do it. Don't <laughs> don't do on my conscience. My daughter ain't going to Ouija board. She's too smart. <laughs> don't do it. Yeah, Saturday, I'm going to go out and just wolf out, Eric. I'm going to have a great time. I'm going to just run around in the Britain forest at night. Take it all off. Yeah. Smoke a little weed. And then all the Christians <laughs> are going to say, we've seen Bigfoot. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of weekends over here. So a lot of weekends. Before we end the show, but because Halloween is, is actually on Saturday, is that kind of a, a, an extra popular day where every paranormal investigator that actually goes out all going to do investigations on Saturday and it makes it harder for anybody who wants to investigate because there might be other people there? Oh, man. Um, yeah, um, this year, I mean, with the full moon, and it is on a Saturday, so yeah, there's probably going to be a lot of them out there. So, oh, look at this! Paranormal Underworld says I'm doing a live invest mm -hmm. investigation on Halloween. It has a uh, uh, Native American ties. Hey, wow. Paranormal Underworld, uh, hold on a second. Live investigation uh, on where? Where is he? Paranormal. I'm going to give you um, a wrench right here. Uh, put his link. Are, uh, so, Underworld, if you want to put your uh, channel in the chat so people can subscribe to you to watch it this Saturday, you got a wrench now. Please put your uh, channel in the chat so we can check that out because I love watching live events, but I want to watch Saturday. Yeah. I'm Halloween on a blue moon set. Well, actually, I'll be out running around, but yeah, I'll check it out. Just pick up the phone. Whoa. Live yeah. footage. I'll be on the phone <laughs> waiting to call the police if anything happens because he's going out there alone. I know where he's going. And our number one rule is do not go alone. And where he is going, there is extreme activity out there. So, yeah, I'm kind of worried yeah. about him being out there. But, hey, he's going to try he'll it. So. He, at least he'll be live. You'll see him. You'll be able to see him. You'll know exactly <laughs> yeah. what's going on. Here comes. <laughs> Are you with me? Everyone's watching. We're with you, man. <laughs> so, so an evil dead happens to him. You actually get to see it on the air, and you be able to call the cops right away. Get out yeah. there! <laughs> or he falls up a giant rock somewhere. <laughs> like the Blair Witch Project, he's just falling down. The phone falls, or the cameras falls. It's still live, and he's running. Ah, whatever's coming in after him. Or oh, he's man. leaning over it with snot out of his nose. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so lost that the snot runs. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> That'd be funny. No, that's kind of cool, though. That's a good thing to do. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm looking forward to it. It only happens every, well, with, on, a, on a Halloween, that is, on a blue moon on a Halloween is only every 19 years. 19, 19. No, 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 19 years. Mm -hmm. So, shit. This is going to be epic. <laughs> There's his channel right there. Cool. And I'm glad he sent it because when you type in uh, paranormal, oh my fault! I wrote underground, not underworld. I got a, I got a, a Mexican group that does investigations. I'm like, that's not him. <laughs> so underworld. I just, so I just clicked subscribe to his channel because I want to check that out. So I just subscribed to your channel myself. Yeah, I'll sub. I'll be sub after after this. Yeah, hell yeah, check yeah. it out. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. It is gonna be fun because since I have to watch, not watch a bunch of kids, but you know, I'm gonna be home. Yeah. You know, I, 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 watch, 
watches ghosting while they're downstairs destroying my house. No swearing, just in case children watch. Oh. <laughs> Underworld. Nah, I don't think he swears. <laughs> he might meet Sasquatch out there. Be careful. Now, is everybody going to be dressing up for Halloween? What do you got? Oh, oh, Eric, put the mask on. Lovely. Put the mask on. <laughs> there you go. Oh, that's perfect, man. You look better, though. I'm not going to lie to you. You look like uh, Biden. You kind of look like a Bateman on a Hollow Man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you look nice, Eric. You look nice. Hey, Here you go. Best, best time of the year. It is the best holiday yeah. there is. Yeah, yeah. Dress that up. Wear that in the stores. Wear that in the stores on, on Saturday. <laughs> Everyone should be wearing masks in your actual masks in the store well, on they Saturday. Say nothing, right? Because you can't open the mouth, so it's not like I can spread germs. Yeah. Oh, wear a mask with a mask. That's the best way to do it. Wear an actual wear that mask and then put a mask over it. <laughs> see if we can get by what people would say. I might try that. I might put a mask on with a mask. And see what people say. Uh, well, first of all, I do want to say I want to thank Bill for jumping on. I, I, today was fun. Uh, today was just relaxed and fun. It was so natural. And I hope some people in the chat that never really know that Amityville Horror actually had a murder. Hopefully, you guys learned something. Mm -hmm. That's always the best. And great people in the chat today. I mean, great people. Uh, Paranormal Underworld, Windows to the Soul, Jim, Emma Puddleluck, our good friend, Texas Danny. We all love Texas Danny. You know, you have Della Mile that was there, AGM, Estimate, Mito, Wake Up, Jonathan Hobbs. Uh, if I'm missing names, people, I, I apologize. But, you know, I know there's a lot of you. I know Torres was here. Uh, Torres, but he has to, he had to get back to work. So uh, remember, guys, uh, this Friday, I'm going to have an open invitation. If people want to talk about paranormal, talk about things that you've experienced that – you know, cause I love hearing people's stories on their experiences of what has happened to them in their life. Because to me, those are priceless. You know, actually, not, actually, not like hopefully nobody got hurt, but you know what I mean. I always like it when somebody comes on, so, someone else to talk to besides Eric. So it's kind of fun. <laughs> 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 it's like I don't want to talk to him either. I'd rather talk to somebody else on here too. So it's kind of fun. Well, yes, well, it's kind of fun. You and I, if we talk horror stories. We grew up together, so we know ours. We want to know ours. You know, we all know know Bob likes his alien hand job cult. You know, we know that. I got to make that for you, too. (laughs) (laughs) That t shirt, that'd be funny. We're going to make a t shirt out of it. But beyond that, everybody, thank you guys uh, very much for joining us. If you like Movie Talk, we're going to do Movie Talks this Thursday on Halloween movies. On any kind of Halloween movie, doesn't really matter. We're going to bring it up. And beyond that, we're going to let everybody go. Have a good day. Thanks for having me up. No problem. Have, have some, Bell.